0: Welcome to Coffee with Kojo, a podcast produced by the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. My name is Rocky Daly, and I'm an associate professor in the school. This episode features a conversation between graduate student McKade Iverson and Brian Stemwittel, who is the assistant coordinator for the Jaeger Media Center. Brian is an alum of the Communication Studies program at SDSU and has worked as a videographer and editor for SDSU
1: Ag Biocommunications and KEVN-TV in Rapid City. I'm a South Dakota native, grew up in Northeast South Dakota in Watertown, and I did attend SDSU, graduated in 95 uh, with a degree in mass communications in a program that's not offered anymore. It was emphasis in radio, television, and film. And I guess the way that I got kind of involved in that was that I had already had an interest in photography since high school. And then I met a guy that I came became good friends with, and he was a mass com major. And he would tell me about all these classes he had where they were making videos and he worked on television shows and it just sounded very exciting. So I, I changed my major and quickly found out that really, really enjoyed it because it, it had that aspect of photography that I liked it had technology. And then I found out how to uh, tell stories with that technology.
0: Yeah. Very awesome. I think a lot of people, they don't necessarily understand all of the work that goes into video production and, you know, making a TV show and stuff like that. They kind of get really into the idea that it, it just sounds cool. <laughs> so I think you really like. You really have to have a passion for what you're doing, and not just like think it's a you know cool idea. You really have to you know love the work part too.
1: Definitely. You know, as as technology improves, uh, you know the software that we use uh, nowadays to edit audio, video, and and graphics, and and animation, and that type of thing has really come a long way, and it has made the job much easier. You still need the concepts of storytelling and these are very complex programs where there's a lot of different things going on so it, not to say that it isn't doesn't take a specific skill set but at the base of it all you you need to to know how to tell a story and i'm I'm sort of glad that i, I kind of got involved in the field before we switched over to computer editing because that was really i, I think back to the classes that I took in college and it was really kind of hammered into us, you know, about writing and developing stories with with our videos. And uh, I think nowadays it might someone getting into the business, it's sort of easy to get caught up in the the bells and whistles of the technology and making things look really neat and kind of forgetting about that storytelling aspect of it.
0: Yeah, I I definitely think like you mentioned you guys are you know creating video and things like that you really take kind of every aspect of marketing and you put it all together <laughs> and it's like you really have to understand really every level of what goes into it in order to create that story like you mentioned so
1: yeah definitely what helps here at the jaeger media center is that the team that we have the three full-time professional staff we all have very different backgrounds in video production. So that helps for us to come together and work as a team. With coming from a, a different angle, my background prior to when I came here to SDSU, I worked in broadcast news. And so I had that sort of daily beat reporter kind of let's do things quickly and you know was good at telling stories, sort of, you know, figuring out what the story is and doing it sort of on the fly and quickly. My coworker, Lowell uh has worked most of his career. He has directed live television programs that have aired on South Dakota public television. And so he's got that live television experience. And then our coworker, Bruce Anderson, has done video and higher education in uh, community colleges and universities for his entire career. And so he's he's very much experienced in that realm of putting together videos for educational purposes, which is some of what we do here at the Jaeger Media Center as well. So it makes a good team.
0: That actually leads into my next question really well. I mentioned Jaeger Media Center in the introduction, and you talked about it a little bit between Lowell and Bruce and yourself what exactly does Jaeger Media Center do aside from the video production and broadcast studio side? Like what, what does that all mean?
1: Sure. Well, the, the media center was created in 2011. I don't remember exactly what part, what month of the year that it was sort of put pen to paper and they came up with the idea, uh, but it was, uh, so we're coming up on 10 years. And the idea was that, well, first of all, the the department here, which was then Department of, of Journalism and Mass Communication, we weren't yet the Kojo school, but they had some money that were given to them as donation um, by the Jaeger family, I believe, uh, to renovate this area on the second floor of Jaeger Hall into a television studio. And so the idea was to have a staff here that could provide video services to the university as sort of One half of of their job and the other half would be to manage the facility and create opportunities for students to have real work experience working on television shows and video production. So we we work the media center like a business. We don't actually get we don't actually get as part of a budget money from the university. We we generate that mon, money from our productions. This year with COVID and everything that's played out a little bit differently, but that that's how it's, it's been run. And so we typically do videos for the university and like I alluded to earlier some of that is Educational in nature that can be used in, you know, modules for a course. Some of it is more public relations or advertising, you know, type videos for social media that a certain department or school or college can use for, you say, recruiting students, that type of thing. And then we also do a television program that airs on South Dakota Public Television called On Call with the Prairie Doc, which is in its 18th year. So that actually predates the media center, but Lowell Hagg has directed that for its entirety. And as far as the experience part uh, with the students, well, I should back up and say that the, the media center also works as a lab space for different courses that may want to use that. And d- depending on the semester, you know. There are certain journalism classes that use it some broadcast journalism courses and uh obviously video production mcom 331 uses it but so depending on what semester what courses are offered the studio is has more use uh, by students but it's really the studio is there for students and that is something that i try to get the message across each semester when i meet new students Because they don't necessarily need to be journalism, you know, it could be an ad class or a PR class. And if they want to, if they need a studio space to shoot something for a project, all they need to do is is come in and schedule a time when it's free. So that's that's one part of the studio use. And then, as I alluded to earlier, we do hire students uh, as part-time production assistant help, and they come in and help work on the television show and maybe some other productions where we need extra help, like when we do the live stream of the Hobo Day parade every year, that type of thing. So they're getting some real world uh, experience to go along with their education.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a lot of moving parts to what you guys do and definitely um, beneficial for students, whether it's they're working for you or doing something for a class or whatever it is. So I know you kind of talked about how you do a lot for the university and um, you you guys take care of on-call with the Prairie doc. And again, that kind of leads me into my um, my next question. Aside from, you know, the university and producing that TV show, do you guys have any other clients that you work with? Maybe you're on the Brookings area or anything along those lines?
1: Uh, sure. Well, over the years, you know, from year to year it changes, when we started off here, we were doing two television shows. The athletics department at SDSU had contracted us to do a, a coach's show type of thing. It was called Jackrabbit Insider. And we did that up until the summer of 2017, I believe. And then the, uh, the athletics department wanted decided they, they wanted to put that money um, to work elsewhere. But outside of the university, uh, we've done work for Larson Manufacturing. We've done work for Dactronics, to name a, a couple of big ones. I'm trying to think of South Dakota Epscore, which is a, an organization that uses grant money to foster th- the STEM curriculum in high schools and colleges. We did a big video for them a couple of years ago. Oh sure, where, where we traveled around the state to different high schools and colleges. Drawing a blank right now as to as uh, to any other. I know we've done more, but uh, Larson and Dactronics are probably the, the the big big ones. And it's just you know my coworker uh, Bruce Anderson is the client relations plays the client relations role of the three of us, and it's really his job. He he does a lot of you know networking, emailing, phone calling businesses and different whether it's someone on campus or it's a business outside of campus to 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 drum up business. And so we owe a great debt of gratitude for, for that because uh, w- without that sort of work going on, people don't really know we're here. We're, we've been told we're kind of the best kept secret on campus when people find out about us, so.
0: And I think definitely when, you know, once people do start, you know, hearing about you guys and the great work that you do, I suppose, and you do, you know, start drumming up all that business, it probably is hard to keep track of everything you've done along the way.
1: Yeah. Over the years, it's funny, you you know, you, you spend maybe weeks or some projects, even months on, you know, working on a project and you know, a few years down the line, you think you'd be able to to remember all the details for something that you worked on for months. But as you work on, you know, tens of projects and then hundreds of projects as your career goes on, um, it all kind of blends together and you you can't yeah. <laughs> really think back to, to one to pick it out.
0: Oh yeah. I I'm sure. Another question that I have that again is a little related to what we're talking about, except it's not really like a, from a client standpoint, but are there any specific projects themselves that you've worked on that have really stood out to you or that you've really enjoyed doing?
1: Yes. I enjoyed working with, with Tyler Merriam, um, at athletics for the, uh, the Jackrabbit Insider program that I mentioned earlier, I would help. I did a lot of editing, and then I also directed that program. And working with Tyler was a joy. And it was a little bit outside of my my wheelhouse, in that I'm not a huge sport fan, and I don't follow sports, you know, that closely. But I enjoy, you know, seeing. The college athletes compete and show off their athleticism, so it it was a lot of fun to sit there with Tyler every week and go through highlight reels and see what our athletes were up to. But other than that, yeah, there's so many. We've done a lot of work for the the College of Nursing over the years, and that's been a lot of fun because you get to see all all that goes into studying to be a nurse, and it was just quite a quite amazing all that they cram into a few years. It's 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 really neat to to get to also do projects with with different entities on campus and learn about the different research that's going on on campus. Bruce and I would comment on this a lot that it's it's pretty amazing as you if you take a walk across campus, you know, and you're just centered on where it is that you're heading, you don't really think about what's going on in these buildings, but there is some amazing things going on in these buildings, you know, just just in our backyard. Again, I'm, I can't think of a very specific example, but getting to see the research that's done on campus, is—that is, that is really cool. I enjoy that.
0: I think you definitely make a great point because I think when people think about being on a university, they obviously just think about like, oh yeah, they study and learn things, which is true. But you mentioned that you really get to dive in deeper into that and like really get those stories. And I know you mentioned college athletes, We've had a sports photographer on the podcast before and his stories were great. He really loves what he does. He mentioned how sporting events, you really get to capture a lot. Like there's a lot of movement going around, you know, a lot of excitement around sports. So that was a fun project for him. Just like you mentioned, it was a fun project for you. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of things to capture with video production, like you said.
1: Yeah, a little bit of everything. That's why I've enjoyed it for so many years because every day is different. You get to meet a lot of new and interesting people and see a lot of new and interesting things.
0: So I know you mentioned a little bit earlier about students and how they can come in, work on things for a class, or they might even be employed with you guys. Are there is there anything else about students that you wanted to mention, maybe any specific projects that they get to work on or how they can get a hold of you guys if they're interested in a position with Jaeger Media Center?
1: Yeah, typically we hire... If we need, if we have some students that we're losing due either to graduation or just, you know, whatever reason, we typically hire new students for production assistance at the beginning of a set semester. So now that we're, you know, a month or more into a spring semester, I think we're set for, for production assistance. But in the future, if, if they just stop into the Jaeger Media Center offices and ask to to speak with any one of the three of us, but Lohag handles the hiring of production assistants. So just stop in and chat and uh, we'll get you an application. I mean, I'll add to that about students working here. Just yesterday, we had a former production assistant who had worked for us all four years of, of her undergrad here, and she's currently a law student at USD, which she's due to graduate here in May. So that's just really rewarding, you know, someone you got to know and work with uh, over their four years and see them grow. And then uh, now she's just about finished with law school. So that's always really cool when we have former students that stop in to, to see us. And, you know, not all of them end up in working with media. You know, like I said, uh, she's going to be uh, an attorney. So, but it's, it's still cool to, to see them and uh, see where they end up.
0: Yeah, I think it could definitely be a valuable experience for really any field you end up going into. Do you hear from a lot of students who have gone on to be full-time in video production or broadcast or anything like that? Definitely, Probably all the time.
1: Definitely. There are a few that stand out over the years. The The, the ones that seem to work here for their, their entire four years or, or majority of it, you know, you really get to know very well and you tend to stay in touch with them after they graduate. So we have students that work uh, that run their own video production um, businesses in Sioux Falls. I ha- we have others, former production assistants that work at the, the news stations and ad agencies in Sioux Falls. There's one. There's one guy. He he worked for us for a few years, and this is about five years ago. He graduated, and he worked for Dakota News Now. And then uh, I just got a got word from him that he. Uh, He's up for a job at the Era Status Center. That surprised me a little bit, but I'm uh, very happy and excited for him. So, yeah, it's it's really neat to to hear what students are up to.
0: I think that's another cool part about you guys being in a university setting is that you get to keep up with all these people that you get to work with throughout the years. So yeah, that's going to be really fun.
1: Yeah, and I could bring that full circle because when I was a student, I worked as a production assistant for a different studio, because at the time the Jaeger Media Center didn't exist yet, but there was a different television studio across campus that was run by South Dakota Public Broadcasting, and I got to work on television shows, and I worked under Lowell Haag, that I now work with. Okay. So it's funny, I have a video clip of me working with Lowell as a student from 1995, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and then 10 years down the line, I ended up getting a job here and and now I work with him. So yeah, kind of neat.
0: Our next episode will be available on February 26th. This podcast is a property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed
1: through AMP Music.